Hi, and welcome to Million Drops. I'm Scott Clapson. We're here today with Eric West talking about motivation. How are you, Eric? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I am great. So you're really passionate about self-motivation, yeah? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. And you record yourself talking to yourself in motivational ways a lot. Yep. Yep. Um, I get a chance to, so I do. Yeah? Yeah. What prompts you to want to motivate yourself and is it really directed towards you or do you direct it towards other people well anytime i'm speaking about anything in the realm of motivation it's always a reflection of something i see in myself so whether someone else sparks it like initially at a moment it's always something that resonates with me and when i know i need to do better or i see myself slacking in some area i feel like i consume a lot of motivation um from different speakers different situations different people that are like champion championing a lot of different areas in life and then it just it's in the recesses of my mind so at a time when it's either a character building day or if I'm going through something that I need to push and dig deeper on I have these things these like great little pearls of wisdom that like they string together and they make so much sense that it's like I can speak it to myself and in a moment if I am conscious enough to say you need to start talking to your inner self I will talk to myself on another level and it'll pull me up and it'll propel me forward. So that's where motivational speech comes from. It's really powerful to have that inner strength, right? To be able to, like you said, sort of look at yourself, maybe from outside of yourself in a way and see like things in yourself that you want to change and then motivate yourself to change that. What inspires you to want to do that? Um, I think it's the point of not really having to look outside yourself when it comes down to it. Like, when I feel as though I need to do something better, it's not initially from, like, a distance of a place. It's from being in a moment and feeling either comfortable and saying I shouldn't be comfortable or feeling vastly, like, uncomfortable in the situation I'm in. Like, you should feel great about yourself all the time. You should always feel amazing at least I I feel like you should and it's in the moments in which you don't that there's something that's off something needs to change and the more that I'm moving into that realm of saying I want better for myself I want to feel better about the situations and places in which I'm in the more I'm saying this is why I don't feel that way right now this is something I need to check out on something about me because you can't change the situation always you can't change other people always but you can always change something about yourself And when it's like, damn, I feel uncomfortable, I need to change something. I feel too damn comfortable, I need to change something. What gives you the courage to change it? Having a long history of not doing so and reaping the poor benefits and not the like rich, wealthy ones. What are some of the rich, wealthy benefits that you experience from self-motivation? A lot more happiness, um, energy levels being like skyrocketed. So when I engage with other people, I'm engaging with people that have that same energy level. 
at that time because you know energy it goes it goes in waves so when you're elevated you meet other people at their point of being elevated and when they rise up and sometimes you catch people on the way down but you're all like in a small like difference of a spectrum you're always with those kind of people and that it's it's really a beautiful thing like it's a great feeling to be able to interact share conversations times moments with people like that so that's what i'm like i want that mm-hmm. that because on the other side of it when you're in low energy and low waveforms and your vibration is very low you experience those same people at a low point and like the whole misery loves company thing you'll be with other people that are miserable and you'll commune over misery oh fucking i hate my job i hate my job too let's all hit our fucking jobs together and it's like that ain't life mm-hmm. so i'd rather be on people like man i can't wait till the next day come i don't even want to go home that doesn't happen too often on the normal like let's just exist so mm-hmm. the more you elevate the better the time is absolutely you've certainly been that for me right yeah. and i think it's part of well that's part of <laughs> well it's part of why i i was thinking right of different folks that i wanted to sit down with and have conversations okay. and um they had some good talks yeah, absolutely. And just the when you shared one of your motivational speeches or your motivational talks to yourself, right? I don't know if you remember that at the bus stop, right? When we were we're having that conversation, right? Yes. And you were like, "Oh, you got to hear this." And then I was like, at that yeah. moment, I realized that I wanted to get you behind the microphone, okay? Yeah. Right? Because there was such wisdom coming out of your mouth in that recording, and I didn't. I mean, I know that you're talking to yourself, but like I identified with it. I felt like I was listening to somebody like online. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, look at you, huh? But no, it's true, I, though. I listen. I listen back to some of the things yeah. I record. Like when I don't, and I, not consciously in the, I can't say it to myself right now. I don't feel like it. Press play. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it is me talking to myself, so it's like just double down on it. So mm-hmm. yeah. What inspires you when you're feeling like that to to not want to, right? Because you and I both are are experiencing homelessness, mm-hmm. right? When things seem to be getting us down or are hard, where do you find that inspiration to press play, to start telling yourself those motivational thoughts? Um, it's one of those things that that feeling, like we're not meant to like vibrate on a lower level. I don't believe that we're meant to elevate higher and your frequency is supposed to be higher. So when you are lower, it's, it's foreign. It's like an alien. It's not really, where do I get it from or anything like that? It's just, I've been in that bad place too long. And a lot of times it's just, it just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in a bad place, sometimes it's just, you're, you're choosing this. Stop choosing it. Just stop. Like, and every every big, like, saying that I have, every big quote gets shrunk down, shrunk down, shrunk down. Just stop. Just stop. Cut it. And like, cool. If it happens that way. It, I don't mm-hmm. always win that battle. Yeah. There's times where it's like, I hope I just go to bed and, like, sleep off that negative energy. Because mm-hmm. the morning always brings better energy. The bad side is when it's like, I'll, I'll take that half pint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Yeah? Yeah. 
for myself that is real because not every day is going to be positive. Not every moment is going to be positive. And sometimes like I'm coming off of a few really positive days, but there were, there was a couple of months in there, right. As right about the time, ironically that we started recording these podcasts, some really negative things were happening to me. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to question like why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm even in Los Angeles. But like I said, you were one of the people along with other folks that have, really been an inspiration to me in that motivation in pushing through when we don't feel like is being motivated right yeah (laughs) yeah like it's funny to speak about it and that's why it's like every time you ask me i'm like it don't think i'm like championing every day like yes never a bad day you're not i try to have that mind about me and that (laughs) feeling but it's like it's a struggle a lot of times Mm -hmm. it gets easier at points but it's like the better you do or the better, the longer the string of days that you have. Like that one quote, I'm not sure we were recording when I said it, but it's one thing. It's from um, Love Jones. And say, Savon says it, Isaiah Washington, his character. He says, all things good and bad must eventually come to an end. Like good times are going to come, bad times are going to come. And in my mind, I get this from Ocean's Eleven, where um, Danny Ocean's having the big speech to Rusty about the house always gets you until you get that perfect hand and you bet big and you take the house. And that's how the energy goes to where you're going to have bad times, but you minimize your losses and then maximize the gains. So when you're in a good spirit, you're in positivity, run with it, run like hell with it. And then when you're in no energy, it's like cut it short, cut it as short as possible because it's going to come regardless. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, um, the whole idea of this too shall pass or, you know, this is temporary. Right. And it's hard because when you're in the middle of it, right. Yeah. (laughs) You're waking up in the dirt, you're waking up in a shelter, you're waking up in a space that's maybe not the most ideal. Right. And it can be hard because for me, right. You said the morning always brings for me, that's the hardest time of my day though. Sometimes is that morning when I wake up and it's like, Oh, there's this whole day before me. And when I've got a lot of really cool things planned, like podcasts, or I've got things going, yeah. but it's those days where I'm not really clear, or there's things that, like today, I had to go to the DPSS office beforehand before this podcast, and I was dreading it. it ended up being a really positive experience, but mm-hmm. I was dreading it because of oh my gosh, you got to go turn in paperwork, and you know sometimes different things happen, and it's actually, but you know some days you get up and it's like oh it's stressful. Yeesh. That's that spectrum that I talked about before. Like, at least for me, I can't say that's for everybody. But like, when you have everything planned out to a T, that means that there's so many different places where it can go wrong. And then there's like the dread of like you don't plan anything, and then at the end of the day, you're like, I could have done this, could have done that. Like, I'm learning a lot more than I'm studying acting. Like, I do my best when I have structured improv. When you give me the situation, the scenario, maybe the resolution, but in between, we're not sure how it's going to go. So flexibility, being able to feel more of what's going on and react or, you know, short term plans that we'll do this, we'll do that. And in between sprinkling, you know, a little bit of free time, but having like key point things that you need to get done that you can focus energy on. And outside of that, you know, here and there throwing stuff. It makes me feel a lot better and not so anxious when I'm going about my day. If I'm like, 
Today, I need to get this, that, and the third done. A, B, and C need to get done. One, two, and three, though, I can put those off for another week because they're not important things and they don't have a time date on them. I just wanted to draw a picture. I can do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like something simple. But it's like, I need to get this ID. I need to get this paperwork filed. I need to have a meeting with this person. Let them know that they are no longer invited because the event is in a week. Like, things that need to get done ASAP, they need to be planned out. And I feel good when I plan them out. I dread doing stuff. Like, I'm a very unorganized person historically. I'm trying to get better at that. So one thing that makes me feel better is doing things when I think of them automatically. And it's like, no, you don't have to do it right now. It's like, trust me, I do. Get it done before it's supposed to be done, before you needed to get it done Mm -hmm. so it's out the way and you're not worried about it. Me, I still have a terrible mindset. So even after I do something, I'm still like, did I, did I, I did it. Okay. Whew. So I'd rather have that small heart attack for a very brief moment that it takes me to remember that I already did something instead of having a huge panic attack when it's coming down to the wire. So are you a fan of making like to-do lists or no? Loose ones. Loose ones. Like I have like my calendar where I put on this is what's already taking up the majority of the time in that day. And then I have my reminders. Reminders aren't as important. The calendar on my phone, mm-hmm. it tells me this is what you're doing today. The reminders, if I pull up my reminders, I get reminded. They have a little bit of sounds like, oh, I'm doing something else. But the calendar, it's like, no, I'm, I'm sending you an alert. I'm sending you an email. If it was an extra function, I got a call and it was like, hey, <laughs> hey. You know, you got that shit to do today. Don't fuck up. I would love it. What are some of the things that you are working to motivate yourself to do? I'm in classes to be a welder, learning welding. I'm still studying to be a personal trainer. I feel like those are things that are like notchable. Like I can accomplish it, get a piece of paper and it's like, that's there. And then there are things that are like, I motivate myself just to be a better version of me. Again, when I'm talking about energy. That's like one of my biggest things. The better version of yourself. It's already there it's already a thing it's like the whole like wwjd bracelet what would jesus do it's kind of like that thought process to where we have options and choices you know what the better choice is what would your higher self tell you to do if you're making that decision you are standing in your higher self you're being that person that you need to be so it's like striving to be that person more so every day I'm wondering if there's people that are listening that are going, wait a minute, did this guy just say that he's experiencing homelessness, but what all are you doing, right? Because <laughs> there's a reason why, right? I wanted you to be on one of these podcasts and have a conversation with me about motivation. Okay. So like, there's so many things that you do, right? You're, can you um, list them off? Like, I wish I could, like perfectly. Um, I had this, like, I had an interview with the USC students and it was like, I feel like I do a lot and I forget like half of the stuff. I'm going to class for welding. I am currently studying to be a personal trainer. I work 48 hours a week at a regular job. And every once and again, very sporadically now, I do a part-time event staffing security job. And I guess it's like in the meantime, my time in between, which is way more vital in my free time, my like just quote-unquote leisure time, I'm focusing on acting and studying acting and all things entertainment, I keep trying to like keep my notepad on me to write down ideas for skits and things like that. I just had a gig the other day. Didn't get to tell you about that yet. Staying busy with things that are more passionable things. That's a lot. 
every time I say like what I do, people are like, that's a lot. I'm like, there's so much more I could be doing. Because I, I know I have times in my day where I'm like, <sighs> I'm sitting here just charging my phone. I wish I would have planned something for this moment or have something like, I'll, I'll write when like things like that happen. If I'm like in one place, I'm not in movement, in motion, like doing laundry. Like I don't have my own laundry machine, so I can't like, okay, laundry's going, I'm going to go upstairs and like I have to stay by my laundry. So it's like I have to have something to do. I'll either study or write. But it's like, man, I, it's that's like the only like downside of the the struggle. That's not only downside, but of not having your own like pad, own place. The convenience of it really. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. tend to just Sleep and uh, personal hygiene when I have a place to live. I tend to not be there very often. I tend to be out and about motivating. I'm much like you. That's why when I first met you, I identified with you so much because in spite of the circumstances in your life, you're still just like going about your life. You're not just sitting around charging your phone. You're actually like doing stuff. You're mm. learning new skills. You're you're motivating yourself to become better. You're well, the whole Oscar and the Oscar goes to <laughs> joke. I mean, we were sitting here laughing beforehand for listeners and I kept yeah. saying, "Oh, hey, the Oscar goes to Eric West and I just you're a very motivational person and I don't know because right when we're inside of ourselves, we don't always see the way other people see us. Yeah. And you're your spark, the the spark that keeps you motivated, I know is the flint that motivates other folks around you. That was beautifully worded. Well, I like that. I've been called a spark plug more than <laughs> once, right? And I think it's it is contagious. Motivation is contagious, yeah. right? And when we meet someone else who is motivated, who is doing things, I don't even want to just say to make ourselves well-rounded people, right? Because that's kind of what you're doing, right? Because welding and personal training and acting and, you know, and these things are kind of so, they're not really connected unless you're trying to like be like you want to like. <laughs> I want to build my own sets. I know, right? Like, make sure that we do the movie 300 over again. I want them boys <laughs> to have the best six pack abs ever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but if you had to take everything that I do right now and make it one thing, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing 300 over again. And, um. I'm doing everything myself. You don't want to make something new. You want to make what someone else has already made. I don't know. You don't know. No. <laughs> That's okay. No. You're motivated in a lot of other ways. <laughs> all like seriously, all the stuff that I do is because of how things have gone for me in the past. Mm-hmm. And not that you can change the past, but to switch something else so it doesn't like deem you failed and failure and like just you know in a negative space for the future. Um, the job that I had, I had a really great paying job when I was back home in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And I had an accident, car accident. I was a commercial driver, no longer a driver anymore. It's like not having that source of income like changed a lot. It's like the catalytic point of my current situation. And don't get me wrong, I believe in this energy and I believe things, you may not always see them, but they can always happen for a greater purpose. Like... I'm glad that I'm the age that I am right now that accident happened when it happened and not when I was more further into that career and would have been further stuck. Like things could always be so much worse and it's cliche. People are going to like the, the most important little 
pearls of wisdom are going to be the cliche things because they resonate with so many people so many different times are going to be repeated again and again and again. So it's just like it has to be mm-hmm. like everything that happened had to happen for a reason. So all that happened. Cool. Learn from it. No better. Do better. Okay. Skilled trade was definitely something dope. I want to have another one under my belt while I'm getting my license back. So if I ever need to just, all right, pause, let me do this. Or to just be able to do it. Welding is one of those dope things that you, it's another creative outlet Mm -hmm. at the same time as being a great paying career. So bang, got it. Personal training, I told you, I was really a big boy, big boy, (laughs) big, big boy. (laughs) And uh, I know how uncomfortable that is and how it reflects a good deal of who you are mm-hmm. like mentally when you are unhealthily like obese like don't be wrong there's nothing wrong with being a bigger person but you can be healthy and big at the same time mm-hmm. when you're not it it's a reflection of how you really feel about yourself mm-hmm. i wasn't taking care of myself because I, I didn't care about myself self-love is like the number one thing that i keep talking like uh, amidst everything else self-love first self-love period because that's the center like from the center by working out that's how you interact with people differently when you love yourself like truly have a love for yourself you communicate with people differently you don't wish bad about other people because you love yourself like i know it's there's like a lot more train track to get to that point for some people to understand it but it's like people that are at peace with themselves and love themselves they don't attack other people like we talk about bullies in school like bullying is a big hot topic issue and it's like the understanding that if a bully didn't have something else personally going on, they wouldn't be a bully. I don't think anyone's genuinely like all evil. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of internally, yes, this needs to change. And when it came to my weight and like being that big, it was a big part of me. Like, I don't care about myself. You're killing yourself. Good. I'd rather die. And this is my chosen path of suicide. And it, I never like verbally said that out loud, but like thinking back over it, that's exactly what it was. She's like, I don't care. I don't care about my life. And to not care about your life means that you're investing in your death. So that was going that way. I know how I felt at that point in time. I don't feel that way about that anymore. And I know there are other people that maybe they don't connect that dot. Maybe it's not that deep for them. But if they are in that bad place, I'd rather be in a better place to help someone out of it. So personal trainer, cool. And then studying motivation and just energies, it's the best way to network with people for whatever reason, because you vibrate and you attract the law of attraction. You would vibrate. I vibrate you towards me. I vibrate you. (laughs) Come on. Mm -hmm. And there's no resistance. When you're on that same lane, it's like you seem familiar and it's, it's cool. So I'm certainly glad you're still here. As am I. As am I. You have a lot to teach folks in this world about, uh, as they say, fail better, fail up, and not being scared of that, not being scared of our struggle. And you certainly are someone who knows how to embrace your struggle, but transform that struggle at the same time. It's still scary, though. Of course. I, I just, I'm like, it's like, like ooh, that, that, that got me from like, I'm scared like all the time. I don't want that to be like mistaken. Like this guy is just amazing. It's like I have amazing points because at some point I'm conquering a fear, mm-hmm. but they're always there. There's always that like, oh, shake it off, shake it off. 
and just proceed forward. And I think the more you do it, the the more you do it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. As we round out the podcast, is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with about motivation or if they're feeling unmotivated, a way that they could spark that flint of motivation in their lives? Mm, one thing to leave them with. That it comes from within. One thing that used to really help me initially was to think about my future self and how my future self would speak to myself right now. And whether he would be saying, thank you, or he'd be saying, yo, if I'm going to need you to get it together because you're messing me up. Like, the idea that whatever you're doing right now, I'm not sure if you saw the movie Looper, you got a chance to meet either the past or future version of yourself in some instance. If you were a Looper, you would kill yourself because you made that contract. So when it came down to one guy, he could have escaped, and he actually let himself get away. And he wasn't supposed to do that. So the guys that he was contracted by started cutting him. They started damaging his younger version because his older version had to pay the consequence. He had already messed up. He had already had his contract ended. So everything they were doing to the younger version, they would cut off his arm. It would just be flopping off. They would carve into him, and then the words would be appearing on his, you need to come back. They were carving messages into him. And that's really what you do. So as far as motivation goes, know that you're doing and setting the foundation for your future and tomorrow. And the same thing with your kids and things like that, to where everything you're doing right now is a great impact. And literally, you're building the building the foundation and the building of tomorrow. And you have all the opportunity, all the energy, everything that you need, you already have. It's a matter of looking inside of you. Your future self is going to say thank you when you stop bullshitting. Well said. I got into like, man, I'm not sure if that was motivational for somebody. But you know what? I know someone. I'm not sure who it is. And I, I like the quote where I don't have to reach the masses like that. I need to get one person and I'll feel great about myself. I get myself every day. So it's whatever. I'm going to think back on this like, you can do better. And I will. But one person is going to be like, you're right. Five years ago. I was thinking about how the next five years would go, and it went exactly like I did the five years before that. I didn't change anything. If you want something better, you got to do better. You got to change something, and it's cool. One person would be like, that was the weirdest way it ended up. You said a lot better stuff beforehand, but I got you. I got you too, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here the today. The best host. Like, just roll with it. We just roll with it. Well, I know you, so. <laughs> Other people are going to get to know me. Yeah, that's good. I hope so. Yeah, I hope definitely. so. I'm getting yeah. more confident in that too. Good. I'm glad. I, I believe it. Thanks so much for being here, Eric West. I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> My name is Scott Clapson. We've been here today on Real Good Stuff. We've been recording at A Million Drops Learning Center. You can learn more at amilliondrops.org. Special thank you to Sure Microphones for the impeccable sound quality. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye-bye. This-